0: Are you interested in possibilities beyond anything you've ever considered? Join me, John Ashford, alias Akintola, each week where I show up unapologetically, me as a possibility seeker, an explorer of the universe, conversationalist, and a storyteller. Having worked with families, communities, and systems for over 30 years, I desire to explore with you topics beyond current realities and create something greater than the world as we know it today. Together, we can inspire, teach, and share with each other our real and raw ideas to change the world to the place we know it can be. Join me for some fun as we get real, funky, raw, vulnerable, outrageous, and inspired. A new Peace, John. Welcome to another episode of Being John Ashford. I am so fucking excited. I probably say this a lot, but I really do have somebody that I ad- fucking adore on my show today. Uh, We've done a lot of stuff together. We've been access. I've known her. It seems like I've known her for most of my life. Uh, and it has been most of my life, but it feels like it. Once in a while, you meet people in the world that actually make you go, ooh, ah. And Natalie Burge is one of those individuals. Thanks for showing up, sister.
1: Uh, thank you. What a pleasure and what a gift and everything you just said.
0: Yeah. And I'm excited because we used to have, we used to go on live on Facebook all the time and we started doing other things. But we always had great conversations. We invite people into that space of the conversations yeah. that we've had, and uh, I've asked Natalie because I was like, "I don't, I want her to talk about anything and engage people with that." But there's two things. Let's talk about. Let's jump in. Yeah. The first thing you talked about, the ancestor thing. What got you to that?
1: Oh, ancestor work. Um, God, I'm gonna say me. <laughs> My, my lineage and my life not working, at least that was my, my point of view of it all. So I actually began ancestor work and the the form that I do of it's called um, constellation work, mm-hmm. the German word for it's off so if So people like want to like look into that more. And I started doing it like before, like way before I found access, it was like in my early twenties, I was <clears throat> seeking and searching everything. And it was something that it didn't make a lot of cognitive sense to me, but I just was like, sure, I'll try it. And I'll be honest, for like a period of years, I like didn't get it. And I was like always kind of upset after sessions because this is not a set. This type of work doesn't give you ego gratification, but it does begin to move the undercurrents of your life. So your life can actually begin to work better for you. Mm -hmm. So there would be sessions that I would have and it just didn't like produce the result that I thought it should. And so I'd be like, oh, so it would kind of come and go with it. But the thing is, is I actually really like, kind of like brought it back into my reality back in 2020. Um, I had a guy I was dating at the time and I was just really aware the moment that him and I started dating, I was like, I need to bring my ancestors in. Uh, Cause a lot of times with ancestor work, for me, it's like, um, we all have people in our in our lineage that have gone through terrible hardships. yeah. And without realizing that we are carrying those, like those energies with us. And so it shows up in the form of going, why is it my love life working, which is actually why I began and do and continue <laughs> constellation work or like, why are my money flows weird? And the thing is, is, um, I am kind of jumping all over the place, but like in 2020, I had been doing access for, for four years. And I know we'll get into that here in a little bit, but there was just something for me that kind of kept coming back together of going, like, it felt like I was leaving a part of like the thrival of my reality out of the mm-hmm. picture. And so for me, it was like, when I, when I just put it back in, it's like, without really being able to like, it was like, I just knew that I made everything better. So it was like money started evening out and my love life started like moving more in the direction of like a really like in a kind nurturing way. It's like my, the overall I'll say like just potency and like thriving that I had access to really just felt I felt more supported in those ways. And so to kind of, you know, come back to your original question, it's like, to me, ancestor work is really for those who are desiring to really thrive. A lot of us don't know that we're in survival Mm -hmm. um, because it doesn't look like we are, but we are either in most of our life or a part of our life. And when you get the support of your ancestors, like, it really begins to catapult things forward. So now it's not negotiable for me. I actually mm-hmm. have a consolation to, uh on Wednesday that I'm doing. Um, so it, can, mm-hmm. I, can I interrupt. Yeah. What's the yeah. task,
0: what is so what's the process like?
1: Yeah, so it's really like so I basically hop on the phone with with my facilitator mm-hmm. and I'm like this is what's going on in my life. <laughs> and she's of course listening to the things that she's like listening to. Mm-hmm. Um and what you do is everything is like everything is 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 uh wrong. wrong relationship-based. So a lot of times you'll pull in like somebody from like your mother's line or your father's line. Um, you'll have current kind of like the current players in your life, but also like this can be with intangible objects. So like there's been plenty of times I would constantly about money and it'd be like money would be an entity. And then it might be like my mom is an entity. And then let's say it's like, uh, even like, um, the way you feel about something can be its own representation. And so it's not just people that can be represented. It can be things. Um, and so, then it's like um, the facilitator basically gets like like the download, but also when you're aware, of like me and you, you also get the awareness of when she's kind of going through like each representation of that entity, what's right. actually going on on an unconscious level. So it's really, by the end of the process, it's like you're bringing consciousness to what once was hidden. So it's very complimentary to access. Um, and to me, it's like same, same, different, you know? And so the actual process, like you're getting more like information as to like why, like something's occurring. Um, And then with your presence and with acknowledging what is shocking, you're able to like shift either the entire field or shift parts of the field. Um, And then that does with time lead to, I'll say a greater outcome of things. But for me, I just actually recognized a couple of years ago that if I really wanted to thrive as me, I had to include my ancestors
0: wow yeah wow it's kind of interesting to me as you mentioned that because like i do ancestral work but i do it from the ifa i've shared with you before so this is called a goon a goon goon worship but it's a different type of thing like it's not it's different but it's the same like some things you're talking about but how certain it's interesting how the ancestral practice actually Plays a part of where you are. And you can destroy, like in Access, you can destroy and create certain things, but then there's certain things that come up and they keep on repeating themselves. Yeah. It's an ancestral thing. And mm-hmm. and for me, one of the things that the real reason that I was really excited about that is that um I recently came to the realization that I had stopped doing some of my practice with a which is ancestor work. And now I brought that back mm. because. I want to be holistic and I'm not going yeah. to be, I'm not, it's a native American story called half boy. And I don't mm-hmm. want to be considered half boy walking mm-hmm. through this world. So that's come, I do my ancestral practice. And it's not like being controlled by something. It's just yeah. having an awareness that something's there.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I'm, I'm actually so funny. I'm actually going to bring this up because it's the perfect time to, one of the things that really got me intrigued with, with, you know, constellation, this ancestor work is i'm a big person i'm a big obviously like believer in going like you know things aren't what they seem right it's like something occurs on the surface but i'm like what's actually underneath that right that like that really drives me and what people don't really realize especially with relationships and like i said when i first started doing constellation it was really to help my relationships as i was going you know most people consider me attractive you know i'm intelligent i have a lot to offer somebody like why at least was my old life by my, my old love life like why was it just like shit <laughs> you know and and like and so I couldn't quite like figure out certain patterns and I don't mean figure it out like I had to understand the why but it's like I, I didn't have the consciousness to choose differently
2: mm-hmm.
1: and um, like no matter what I did I just was like kept choosing the same stuff and so one of the things that Constellation speaks to which really resonated with me is when you have uh, ancestors that have been um, essentially lost, I call them like lost ancestors. So, something that where somebody's like maybe died early or they were excluded from the family um, or just left out in some way, how that can show up relationally is um, relationships like you like always ending or being cheated on, or even like if somebody like is really like wants to be open and like not commit. And that's not to say that any of those things are wrong. Right. 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 But for me, I was also like always looking at going like, why can't I create a thriving relationship? Like what's really going on here, you know? And, and kind of like the 3d, like psychological device really wasn't going anywhere for me. So the more that I like really I'll say like healed, 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 like healed my lineage, so to speak by really including more of me and more of who I am and allowed me to thrive in these ways, and um, and you know, with relationship as well, which is ironic because I just literally, you know, this I just had a relationship end. Yeah. But one of the things I was aware of um, is like uh, I don't know how to say it, but like where you get entangled with your ancestors is where a lot of times, like you'll start taking on other people's issues, and then you'll have like a sudden change of heart, or an old like um, like commitment issue can come up, or something like that. And that was very much happening for my former partner. And except he doesn't do this kind of work. And so I was able to kind of have a different uh, point of view of the things that were like, I'll say, causing what created our non-transition. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it's incredibly freeing because the more you just tend to yourself, the more you can create things that actually really work for you without feeling like you have to like put so much effort in.
0: So how is it different this time with this breakup now with the tools mm-hmm. that you have compared to maybe... Years ago, that you had breakup, yeah. what's the difference that you noticed? Oh, god,
1: it's a night and day difference. I literally was telling my client earlier today, um, she was asking me some questions, and it, so it kind of led to this. And um, and I was like, I don't know where I'd be without the tools of access consciousness or ancestor work.
2: Mm-hmm. Period.
1: Um, last time I actually had a relationship, and it was in 2019, and I had both, but that was three years ago, so three years of well, yeah, I guess three plus years ago. Um, so that was like obviously, you know, way less aware, way less developed, way less in in the strength of my being. And the thing that I'm really aware of dynamically this time, because it was very abrupt, it was very sudden, um, you know, when we record this, he literally just moved out this morning. And unless I had mentioned it, right, probably like, Uh people wouldn't notice Uh anything. And the thing is, is the thing that's been palpable through all of this is the strength of my being. And this is not something that I'll say other tools address. I know because I use other tools, I've gotten trained in other modalities, but to me with ancestor work and access consciousness, there is such a palpable strength of you that is there, no matter what emotion might be occurring. And so there's been so much ease, so much kindness, so much caring, You know, when we've told people about, you know, the relationship ending, people have been surprised because they're like, it still sounds like you're dating, (laughs) you know? But for me, it was so important to actually use that challenge to actually have more of me rather than less of me. And for me, less of me would have been going to those nasty, petty, angry places uh, Mm -hmm. where I could absolutely go. And I use this, this intensity of energy to go, okay, I get to have more of me. So what does that look like? And then obviously I have tools to create that, you know, questions, um, just, just th- this space of being, and it's just, it's oddly phenomenal. <laughs>
0: hmm. Yeah. Wow. And so you said, so how do you, so how do you, uh, how much, how do you blend and access with this work? Mm-hmm. How do you work that together?
1: Um, well, I'll say I do and I don't, meaning, you know, for those of you that are familiar with Access Consciousness Tools um, or the talk, you know, you might be familiar with Shannon O'Hara, who's the founder of Talk to the Entities, which is a part of Access Consciousness. Yeah. And a lot of times when I was trying to find a way to kind of reconcile both, you know, within me, and it's so cute how we go to like, we have to do exclusion for some reason, but that's like not the point of anything ever, you yeah. know? Um, but, I would, uh... <laughs> but I would frequently think about Shannon. I'm going, you know, if Shannon hadn't embraced how different she, she was and is, and use that fully as a gift. I mean, I know her work hundred percent has, has impacted my life. Like, cause I have capacities with entities. I very much used to be at the effect of them. And I don't know where I'd be without her work, you know? And I go, that's somebody who really got that. The point of the tools is to be you and to bring your gifts fully forward. And so when I really started like being with that, I was like, questions are amazing. The clearing statement's amazing. The awareness of the energies and how things are so undefined and access is absolutely to me. I haven't been able to find it elsewhere. And when I'm being me, it does include these capacities in this awareness that I have with ancestors. And I don't think it's necessarily for everybody, but it's going to be for the people that it's really for, you know. And I go, I can't have the health of my reality if I'm not being, if I'm not really actually honoring my awareness. And my awareness is saying include this. Right. So I know for me, I just kind of, I'd be both. I I use both simultaneously, um, but with, with my clients, just because, you know, you know, people like to know what they're getting kind of thing. It's very much like, well, here's one type of session. Here's another type of session. And I have, you know, people that do both. I have people that um, just choose one. And of course, because they are working with me, most likely I'm getting help from whomever else into the session, regardless, you know, right. so
0: Wow. Dope. Yeah. Okay. We're coming up to the end. I have three questions I ask everybody. Yeah. Okay. Uh, these are my orgasmic questions being John. After that, I always ask myself the first one for you. Why are you choosing what you're choosing today? Whatever that is.
1: Oh, <gasps> Because it's time. Because hmm. it's time to. Time for what? It's just time to not fuck around and to be hmm. Everything we can be,
0: wow, Wow. yeah, man, that's right on target. <laughs> what makes you orgasmic?
1: I'd say my joy and my laughter and my silliness, like i have I have a lot of fun with a lot of things. Mm-hmm. It's a promise I made myself years ago. Like as I became an adult, I was also becoming an adult. And I was like, nah, I get to have fun. <laughs> so that's <laughs> that's a big part of it.
0: So what are some of the things that you do so people will know?
1: I mean, even just doing this with you, like I just say yeah. being silly and lighthearted, like I never go into any interview like serious. I'm just like, we're just going to talk like right. that's not hard, <laughs>
2: you it's, know?
0: It's weird how people make things serious and they make it solid. And it's like, it's no fun. Yeah. But I don't. Well, that's being me. I haven't had anybody on here like that, like less rigid and <laughs> shit. I'm like, <laughs> that's probably going to work. I'm like, you're fired.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: that won't get aired.
1: I know. <laughs> But that's even like how you and I would have our conversations in yeah. consciousness, you know? And yeah. we would just like riff and like laugh yeah. and say wild stuff, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. It's not I to mean, say honestly, shocking stuff, but it's to say stuff that speak from the heart. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: And to me, it's more about being an energy. So I can go, oh, I love comedy or, oh, I'll do these funny dance moves. But to me, it's just a lightheartedness that I bring to um, to most things. Right, right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
0: Wow. Okay. Uh what is your greatest desire?
1: <laughs> to have a beautiful family with the with the right man for me.
0: Say more about that cuz we've talked about that. Why yeah, what's, yeah. what what, make, what what is that?
1: Yeah. I really know it's possible in relationship.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And
1: what I've been able to get glimpses of in my last one is the beauty of me. Mm-hmm. Um, in the past I've ended relationships and I've, and I maybe haven't been proud of things I've done or been or whatever, even in like little ways, not necessarily big ways, but little ways. And one of the greatest gifts I've taken away from, you know, my last partner was that I'm a tremendous person to have on, on your team. Yeah. And, and I know there's people out there that exist like me. And so, and also through our conversations, it's like. I'm really asking for the right one for me
2: mm-hmm.
1: because I really desire to create family in my own unique way. And I know it can include a lot of love versus this, this insane shit we see on the planet. It's like, right. there's such a different possibility here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah Cause yeah. And I, I think the one of the things I always look at too is that it's uniquely different. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I think there's so many people who try to mimic other relationships and that that's a, that's a recipe for disaster because Unless it's the exact same two people,
2: yeah,
0: and you mimic something what works for one will get old to the other couple yeah. soon, and yeah. so I think a lot of people miss 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 out on that. And I always ask people like, "What is the greatest desire that people have?" Because mm-hmm. there's something about the desire you have that how you walk through the world and what you put mm-hmm. out there. Your desire really almost is like like a satellite. Your desire is the satellite of your being, you know. And and you can tell like like one of the things that I was like when I when I ask that question to people I usually look at it from the standpoint of my desire one of my desires people say was a desire is to change this fucking planet mm-hmm. you know uh, it's kind of funny when you, when well, the reason that 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 question that, that that when I came with the question three questions I was like okay I'm thinking about this so I was with my team and I was like hey this is deep to me mm-hmm. because How many people live to attain their desire? How many people have given up their desire because of the choices, the previous choices they make, and they don't think they could choose anything more? Yeah. Or they stop because they run into a wall or something happens, you know? Uh, But yeah, uh, cool. Well, I
1: was going to say, I love what you have to say about that because, you know, I, of course, could have mentioned 25 other things. But that was the one thing I haven't had yet. But when you were talking about desire, I'm like, oh, the energy of having it. Mm-hmm. But thank you.
0: Yeah, and it's, it's something that it's your satellite. I call this the satellite. It's the thing that that like surrounds you. That oh, excuse me. That actually, and 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 here's the piece about it: how real or how fake it is doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And I just come to that real I came to that reality or that the that that concept of I wow because sometimes people tell me their desire. I'm like, oh that's interesting. And I was like, oh, but that's what guides them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And that's
0: that unique thumbprint that each one of us are
2: mm. because
0: of those desires we have. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Well, thank you, sister. I hope you come back. This yeah. is so short, uh, I but, but uh, I desire for you to come back. So we can talk about some other things. see yes. a resume, we'll develop uh talk a little bit about your business next time.
2: Yes. So,
0: but people thank you for hanging out with us today. Uh, there's tons of episodes. She'll be back. I have a bunch of different things happening. Go to the website, WW being John Ashford. Oh, by the way, Natalie, yeah. how do people get in contact with you if they want to do business with you?
1: Easiest way is going to be, um, well, one of two ways. You can shoot me an an email at nkbworldwide at gmail.com. And you can also go to my website, but specifically this amazing thing that I have called the year of you that we just kicked off. And it's natalieburage.com backslash the year of you wow
0: that sounds juicy already it is. what is that about <laughs> let's just give them a tidbit what is that about Ooh,
1: it is about being a full-on fucking yes to you and what you can create this year
0: oh my god yeah yeah y'all i've been on a couple of classes before they go energetic fun laughing goofy, yeah. fun you learn a lot take away from it a lot um yeah. don't miss out okay Uh, I'll see you guys next time while I'm on here. Have a wonderful day. Peace and blessings. Bye, everybody. Thanks, Nat.
1: Thanks.